Well, hello, everybody. I'm Kristen Helmstadter. Welcome back to the Coffee Self-Talk Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we are going to talk about creativity and how you can become a problem-solving ninja. Something I talk about in my book, Wine Self-Talk. As most of you know, self-talk totally changed my life. When I changed the way I talked to myself, I transformed, totally turned my life around. It took me from feeling, I don't know, lost and unfulfilled, without a lot of purpose, to what I would say now as magical, sparkly, joyful, literally doing cartwheels in my driveway. My life changed when I changed my self-talk. And everything started to fall into place. And so if you've read my book, Coffee Self-Talk, where I go into all the details about how that happened and how to do it yourself, you know the story of how I used this simple little five-minute morning ritual to transform my days, to transform my life. And it wasn't long after that that I started to look for different times of the day where I could do it. So I was looking for other ways to kind of create a special ritual with my self-talk, and I wanted to create it around this idea of creativity. And that's how wine self-talk was born. There's a certain vibe with wine, right? With pouring a glass of wine. It's relaxing. It's smooth. It's kind of flowy. And let me just say right now, you do not have to drink wine to do this. I don't even drink that much. But just the idea of this other ritual like using a wine glass, like that's so great for creating the mood. Even if you fill it with sparkling water or kombucha, it creates this kind of environment. And then choosing a time of day. So for me, I wanted to do something that was in the evening. It was kind of romantic with myself. I wanted to, I wanted to take my intuition, which is such a source of creativity. I wanted to take my intuition on a date. And I thought, well, I've got to woo my intuition, right? So I'm going to have a wine glass and I'm going to curl up on my favorite couch and it's going to be kind of evening. And if I had a fireplace, there would be a fire roaring in it. So I didn't have one. So I used my salt lamp. <laughs> but you get the idea. There was this time of day I wanted to have a regular ritual. And it wasn't every day because I didn't want to drink wine every day. So I created this ritual called Wine Self-Talk. And I want to share with you part of the book about how to become a problem-solving ninja. Before I go on, I want to explain what I mean by creativity. I'm not talking about just your typical creative activities that you might think of like art or writing or poetry or music, although this totally applies to that. But I want you to think of creativity much more broadly. It encompasses such a wide range of things. We all possess this amazing part of our brain, this inner genius. If only we can manage to tap into it somehow. Hello, self-talk. That's how you do it. Your intuition, your inner genius, your creative genius, it knows what to do. It's able to sift through so much knowledge that's hidden away in your memory and your subconscious. It looks at things sideways. It makes crazy connections. And it comes up with ideas that sometimes feel so amazing. It's like they came from someplace outside yourself. Sometimes it's totally silly, the ideas you come up with. And dare I say stupid. <laughs> use that word, but sometimes you can come up with ideas that are like, oh my God, that is so dumb. But I still laugh because I'm coming up with ideas and I never even came up with ideas before. And that's creativity and it's awesome and it builds upon itself. So even if it's something totally nutty in my mind, I get lit up because I get excited that ideas are connecting and it never did before because I didn't allow it because I didn't think I could. But here's the thing. Every one of you should assume that you're creative. 
You're born creative. We just, through life, it's like it gets covered up. You get busy. You stop using your imagination. You stop opening your eyes and noticing things when you go on a walk or you're in nature. You stop considering alternative points of view, right? Because you get set in your own ways. But here's the thing with creativity. You have to feed your mind. You have to give yourself material through books, experiences, skills, life encounters, people, whatever. You have to fill your head with ideas of all shapes and sizes. Ones you agree with and ones you don't. And then let your mind do its natural tendency, which is creativity. And you will connect things. And your life will change because it's one of the ways you become a problem-solving ninja. So chapter eight in Wine Self-Talk is titled, Becoming a Problem-Solving Ninja. So I'm going to read you a little bit from the book. Okay. To a certain brand of badass, the problem solvers out there, problems are awesome. They're things we get to solve. It's like a privilege. Problems are things we get to solve. Mathematicians aren't afraid of math problems. They devote their careers to solving them. To them, problems are fun and solving them is rewarding. How many of you feel that way? How many of you have a problem or a challenge or something come up and you actually feel like it's a privilege to be able to solve it or that if you solve it, it's rewarding? I have to remind myself of this all the time, that problems are rewarding. But when I do, I look at them differently. Because here's the thing, when you look at yourself as a problem solver, when it's part of your identity and it becomes part of your identity using self-talk, then everything around you becomes easier. You become good at bending the world to your will. It's like a superpower you can possess just by deciding to. Problems are actually great. If you've heard of Peter Diamandis, named one of the world's 50 greatest leaders by Fortune magazine, this guy sees a big problem. And you know Roger Rabbit, when he looks at Jessica and like hearts shoot out of his eyes? When Peter Diamandis sees a problem, he's like Roger Rabbit hearts shoot out of his eyes and he swoons, boing, (laughs) because when Peter sees a problem, he sees a gold mine. He sees an opportunity to fix something, to change something, to improve something. I love that. That's such a good spin on problems, right? So the first rule of wine self-talk, you see problems as opportunities. Check. And you become okay with problems and approach them with confidence. Oh, wait, what? Confidence? (laughs) That one doesn't get a check so fast for a lot of people, including me at the beginning. How can you approach problems with confidence? You become a problem-solving ninja, and you're going to use the wine self-talk script to help you do that. Now, how do you become a problem-solving ninja? Here are some tips. Number one, relax and let go. Having a relaxed mindset really allows your brain to make clever connections. It helps you get creative in the problem-solving process because when we're tense, when we're agitated, when we're scared, when we have anxiety or fear, we clench up, we tighten up, we freeze up. And when that's the case, you can't relax and let creativity and ideas flow. You can't expand in new directions. So you definitely have to have the mindset that you will relax and just let go. And if you find yourself stuck when looking for a solution to a problem, sometimes the best approach to it is to step away from it for a while, which I know can be so hard for people. You just want to keep working at it. Bang, bang, bang. No, sometimes you got to let go. You take a break. You go work on something else. This is also known as task switching, and it helps you shake up your thought processes before you crash into a wall of exhaustion. You pause to take a breath, and you know deep inside that the solution will come. You have confidence that the solution will come if only you'll relax and let go. 
The second thing you do to become a problem-solving ninja, you see a problem backwards. What do I mean? Okay, so here's a really cool story about this. In the 1980s, the Japan Railways East Company was digging a tunnel through a mountain to lay track for a high-speed bullet train. The problem was the tunnel kept filling with water. It was melting snow runoff from the mountain above. And the company's engineers struggled to find a solution to what seemed like an endless flood of water. One day, a thirsty maintenance worker drank some of the water and noticed that it tasted delicious. And he suggested that the company bottle it and sell it. And the company did that. And then they placed vending machines for their bottled mineral water on over a thousand train station platforms. This idea, this problem, created an idea that made the company tons of money. They turned the problem into something of value. So if you look at a problem backwards, you look at it sideways, have this mindset that you look at problems backwards. You look at them from different angles. Use that in your self-talk. And the last point I'll talk about in becoming a problem-solving ninja is this idea of scratching your own itch. You got a problem, you got a need, use your imagination to fix it and come up with a new solution. The idea is that you have an itch, right? Like a personal need, like you're having an issue one day and you're like, oh, I wish there was blah, blah, blah. That's such a great way to solve problems. That kind of mindset of what if, I wish. And then you figure out a way to scratch it. And then you reason that you're not the only one with that itch. And so that maybe other people will find it useful too. One evening in 2008, a young man was attending a conference in Paris and he was unable to hail a taxi. Mon Dieu! (laughs) He suddenly had a moment where he wished he could just request a ride using his phone. The dude's name was Travis Kalanick and he started a little company you might have heard of, Uber. (laughs) He scratched his own itch. So when you think of problems like that and needs, you know, you relax and let go. You look at them from different angles. You scratch your own itches. Your creativity blossoms. And the more ideas you come up with, the more ideas you come up with, and then the more ideas you come up with. So those are a few tips for how to become a problem-solving ninja. And there's more in my book, Wine Self-Talk. But let's move on to a Wine Self-Talk script so that I can give you an example of what I'm talking about for affirmations. But before I get into that, remember... Problems are gorgeous gifts. They'll be a strange gift at first, I'll admit, but it all depends on how you look at things. Problems can always be viewed with rose-colored glasses, and you'll feel so much better when you do this. We grow much more from challenges than we do from living easy-ass lives. I mean, let's just be honest. We solve a challenge, we fix a problem, we grow, and we're stronger and smarter for having done it. So problems can be gifts. Okay, little wine self-talk script. I see problems as exciting challenges, and I jump into them with gusto. Every time a question comes to me, I ask a simple and powerful question. What if? And this always brings me new ideas. I am grateful. I am worthy. I am generous. I am love. Thank you, life. I dazzle with problem-solving prowess. It suffuses me. I am magnificent. I am success. I am in the right place at the right time, solving and winning the best challenges. Wires cross in my brain, and these wires crackle with sparks of genius. Challenges are no big deal to me because I approach them with confidence and ease. I align myself with peace and calm. I am centered. I am relaxed. 
from this space, answers float to me like wisps on a breeze. I transcend, I radiate love, I'm a believer. I wake up every morning with warmth and courage in my heart, compassion and growth tickling me. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe in the power and creativity of me. I am a problem-solving ninja. I sneak up on problems and answers rush to me from all sides. When a problem arises, my face lights up. It's time for fun and I have a big old smile. I am ready. I embrace it. Let's do this. I keep my heart uplifted in spite of any circumstances because this is true greatness. I am a problem-solving ninja. I am a problem-solving ninja. Okay, everybody. If you're interested in buying a copy of Wine Self-Talk for yourself, it is available on Amazon.com. And if you hop into any bookstore, you can go up to the customer service desk and ask them to order it for you. Okay, everybody. Oh, wait. For those of you who have been asking me for the past, what is it, like two years now, is Coffee Self-Talk available in audio format? Yes! Yes! I recorded it with Penguin Random House. It is now available on Audible. I have to say, you guys, I am so proud of it. For those of you who love the tone of the way I write, and for those of you who like this podcast, you will love the audiobook. I am so proud of it. I love, love, love it. So that is available on Amazon.com. And as you also probably now know, the new Fancy Pants edition of Coffee Self Talk is now available for sale. It's official. November 1st, a couple days ago, it went live. Woohoo! If you have the original book and you're wondering, what's the difference? Why a new book? Well, it's got some new bells and whistles. It's a fancy hardcover book. It's got a beautiful design on the inside. There's cool exercises in it. There's some helpful summary points at the end of the chapters. There's two new scripts. And there's lines in the back of the book so that you can journal and write your own self-talk scripts. So you can get it at any bookstore, I believe. And you can get it on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Noble and Target and all those great places. Okay, I'm signing off. I'm going to go have a meeting with Penguin Random House because we are going to have a chat about the upcoming Coffee Self-Talk workshop, which is my thank you gift to everybody who has purchased a copy of the new Coffee Self-Talk and for everybody who is an original gangsta and has the original version. You can sign up for the workshop. It's a free live online event. We're going to have so much fun. And there will be a link in the show notes. Okay, everybody. Huge, huge bear hugs to you. And big ass sloppy wet kisses. Now go live your magical life. Ciao, ciao.